Hello and welcome to the Organs in Organs podcast, the only podcast where we tell you how Big Organ keeps 27% of all organs donated posthumous and smuggle them out of the country in organs to be later sold off in countries where cannibalism is legal. <laughs> Joining me is our usual crew, professional diner, Dr. Yosef Madinga. Say hello, Yosef. Is that me? Yes. Okay, hi. Hello, that's me. Across from me is the ever joyous yet somewhat morbid Lorenzo Wexler. Hi. Across, to my left, we have the your esteemed accused serial killer, the thrice tried but never convicted Madison Ostenio. Hi, guys. My name is Madison. I've never, I've never, I've never done anything What's bad in my last, entire life. What's your last name? Ostenio. Ostenio. Never, never kill anybody. Stop, stop accusing yeah, 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 yeah. me. And as always, I'm your full-time mayor of Christmas, Florida, and freelance conspiracy theorist, Keith Saunders. Now, let's start off with the only weekly autopsy report that matters. It's the Austinio article. Oh, there's music playing. Hello! It's the Jumby Report featuring Gumby. Oh, man, I don't... These are getting worse as it goes on, guys. I'm descending into madness. The the more and more you do the Jumby Report funny names, uh, the crazier Corey's intros get. I think it's just, we're just getting dumber. Yeah, it's a, what's that type, what's the type of relationship called? Uh, I don't know. It's not, it's not, uh... Like, you're getting worse, but he's getting better. It's a parasitic relationship. That's right. Well, yeah. (laughs) Corey is a parasite, and you are the I'm a parasite. I am the host, yes. Oh, (laughs) see? Yeah. I'm the real host. That's right. (laughs) We'll start with coach news on this, Jubby. Uh, Ex-Cardinals coach and meme face Bruce Arians said the Browns coaching job would be the only reason he'd return to the NFL. I have two questions. Why? And please? I don't know. I don't. Do we really want him back in the NFL? Yeah, why not? It'll be I fun. I the Bruce Arians as yeah. the coach. He was fun. He was he was pretty good, I guess. He's, he's, he's got a meme face. He's one of the meme faces. He's he's one of them Coughlin faces. He right. got a meme hat. Oh, he definitely Real meme hat. Always the meme hat. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I would love to see him back in the NFL. Why not? I don't know. Can't Isn't be much he... worse than whatever the fuck else he retired too have. early. Isn't he color casting games for CBS right now? He is. He's not. He's not very good, right? Um. No, not that he's like Jason Witten and Booger bad. I think he's he's more like uh, he's very like analytical. Like you could tell that he's the he was the type of coach that uh, he he kind of I don't want to say he's not well versed, but he's kind of like you know kind of got a Loman's style of rhetoric. So he doesn't really like he's he's not like the the artisan of words. You know what I mean? He's great. Mm. I love him as just like a football personality. Mm. He's just like, he's just not, he's kind of low ball. He's kind of a low ball, kind of not very excitable. You know, just kind of a low, you know, just kind of chill, low key. You know, talk to you like you're, like he's your barber or something like that. Yeah. So. Barber man. And, <clears throat> any more coaching news? Oh, Jesus Christ. The Lions fired the special teams coordinator, Joe Marciano. Yeah. Damn. 
Wait, uh, who cares? What are the Lions? Wait, wait. Did you uh, say defensive coordinator? No, special, special teams, teams coordinator. Even further down the pipe hole. Man, this is gonna fix the team. I'm yeah, mad that, that uh, I. Th- I'm mad. I said they were going to the playoffs. Um. In more, uh, it, is this really going to fix the team news? Uh, Brandon Marshall is working out with the Lions after he was cut by the Seahawks. Man, you're sure going to replace Golden Tate with that guy. Wow. They're doing it. Why do teams it's do gonna that? It's going to fix the team. Why do teams do that? Where they trade, they trade away a player at a specific position that was really good. They trade him away, and then they try to find, like, that's like, t- that's like having, like, a Hemi engine. Saying, like, man, I don't need this. And then you take it out and you put, like, a hamster and a wheel in it. Can we just, like, from henceforth and forever now, just call call that Grudening? <laughs> just call it Grudening? Grudening. And then, and then you follow it up with after they sign the trash tier player for replacement because they realize they need it again. Man, a good pass catcher is hard to find, man. Thank you. Thank you. By the way. That, I don't have that set up yet. My my little mini soundboard thing. I was gonna say. Uh, by the way, uh, time bubble. Uh, of course, the Dallas Cowboy Tennessee Titan game is on right now, and it took um, <laughs> it took uh, Amari Cooper one game to catch a touchdown pass. <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> it took him ten minutes. Yeah, it was, uh... it's amazing. Wow, it's almost like John Gruden's running his football team into the ground. Whew! It's almost, it's almost like that, you know. Running it into the ground. They're gonna well, build a team. I mean, they can't really team, run man. to the ground because they don't have a running game. Hey, oh, shit. man, Marshawn Lynch pile is... driving dick. But yeah, he's, but he's dead. Pile driving car into the ground. That is yes, that is true. In uh oh wow, really news? Des Bryant is going to work out with the Saints this week. Corey just knocked his mic. I'm about to ask what he feels about this. Wonder how many whoops, uh ohs, and bad attitude moments he could have in Michael Thomas's shadow. Please. So you they're, guys are they're sign rookie. him and then lose out, right? I hope I guess not. So. Their receiving core is looking good. I like that rookie a lot. Traquan Smith. Yeah. Uh, I kept accidentally calling him Tory Smith, even though I knew he's like on IR. Yeah. I have him in a fantasy league, and I had to start him, and I, I wasn't like thinking about it. Like, oh, I got Tory Smith. I'm gonna plug him in the lineup. Wait a minute, isn't Tory Smith on IR? Why is he? Oh, Traquan Smith. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, him for like two weeks, and I started him for two weeks, and I thought he was Tory Smith the whole he's, time. Uh, rip. <laughs> he oh, can't... by the way, everybody, uh, Matt's voice—sorry, Matt's voice is gone. If you haven't realized, anyway, continue. No, it's not—it's not that it's gone. He just, came from the uh, national sad. championship college team. National championship, uh, UCF. Yep. Came from UCF. Yep. That's pretty neat. Yeah. He's so lost, uh, he's only lost one game in his entire career. You know, it's, it's, yeah, so Desi gonna. It's, yeah, again, it's not that my voice is. I'm just sad. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of screaming yesterday, but you said it's over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we've dubbed that Matt currently has a post Pat depression, where uh, he 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 was so close to his childhood hero in Pat, yeah. <laughs> in Pat I, who's younger than he is. Dude, when he came running around the end zone thing, like high five and people, I bowled over two kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst kind of fan. You're not a kid anymore. You're not allowed to do that. 
Look, it's not. I didn't like totally bowl <laughs> over him. Okay. God. You're there. Look, 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 I'm standing you're the there. Kid, I'm, you're I'm the guy that steals the Chiefs foul fans. balls from the little kids. <laughs> oh, I would never steal the foul balls. Here's the thing. The, the, I'm hanging out by the visitor's tunnel entrance. I'd only damage them permanently. Yeah. I'm hanging out by the visitor's tunnel entrance because I was in the building. I was one of the first people in line at the stadium when they opened the gates at 11. All right. So I'm hanging out by the visitor's thing because we had amazing seats. My seats were catty corner by the uh, that end zone side of the field, but a little further down. But I was just standing because there were Chiefs fans gathered. You had a whole bunch of people – like trying to get over by the tunnel and hanging stuff down for people to come by and sign. Dustin Colquitt signed some stuff. Demetrius Robinson signed some stuff. There's some of them were kids like trying to like hold down footballs or miniature helmets or signs and things they wanted. This was like closer to the end zone side, near where like not where the tunnel was. These these were just like people standing around like root for the guy. Like Travis Kelsey was running in. And he did a little dance and started pointing at everybody because he, he has a flair for that kind of stuff. And, like, I'm just watching the players come through, waving and yelling at him, ah, go team, ah. And I'm seeing Pat training down in the field. I'm like, oh, man, that's my quarterback. He's throwing footballs. <laughs> and then he, he, he's coming back into the tunnel because, like, he has to go put his pads and stuff on before they come out and do pad practice and shit. And then, like, he, he's, like, thing is like, oh, Pat, man, what up? And he, like, comes the thing, and he starts, like, kind of, like, high-fiving people as he goes down a little bit. Two kids next to me, they couldn't have gotten to where the line of people on the wall was anyway. They were just, like, in front of me. All right. So I was like, huh? I, I say bold over, but it was more like a squeeze-push out the way as I then, in front of me, <laughs> was the third kid. <laughs> on the wall well, I tried to like just squeeze to his side and I didn't really push the kid so much as I pushed the adult next to the kid out of the way to reach my hand down as far as I could <laughs> just a rogue hand coming just a down. Rogue. Pat can't see the body that it's attached no. to just a rogue hand no, comes cause down people are just like, Pat. Just like, and then like he stopped high-fiving like he's just like yeah he high-fived like like three quarters of the way down, and he had to get into the tunnel. So, he to, and I was like in that spot where he stopped. I was like, "Well, swing and a miss." <laughs> anyway, we're doing the chubby report. I'm sorry, oh, you're gonna this, you're no, gonna hear that, that any was, more comments about Dez? You're gonna hear a lot of stories today. <laughs> that's a that's a great comment about Dez. For, for all you uh, audio listeners, you're gonna hear a lot. You. You're gonna hear a lot about Matt because he went to a Chiefs game today. So you're gonna hear, well, not today, yesterday. yesterday. There, I did some investigative journalism. Yeah, you did. We're he's gonna talk about it. In okay, and we only have one more story anyway. Well, two more stories. Sorry. In more wow news, uh, Sam Bradford wasn't able to practice for five weeks before his release by the Cardinals. This came out today because he actually does have a degenerative knee issue. He does. Now, if you remember, it was the the Vikings before they released him were kind of touted as like not that true. I don't remember hearing about any of that. You do what you gotta to get then, rid like, of that money. So like, it wasn't really like people didn't know for sure if he did, and then. Then now the Cardinals came out and like, yeah, he has a degenerative knee issue. He's basically bone on bone. And that's why they cut him. Because he hasn't been able to practice. He's not going to be able to play in the NFL anymore. Mm -hmm. He's basically done. Yeah, he'll make a good, like, coach or analyst on TV. Even if he he He's got a TV face. He does. And even if he doesn't, he's already made bank. You know what I always love when the really mediocre 
to bad quarterbacks get the like uh the color commentary gigs because every once in a while like while the game's going they're like man he's a great quarterback i wouldn't know much about that like i love that stuff because just like yeah you you did suck and i'm glad you're aware of it <laughs> tony romo oh no phil sims and boomer esiason do it all the time mm-hmm. on uh cbs i like uh, when trent green does it but trent green was a good quarterback he was trent green was good dan fouts who does also he also does cbs games he was pretty good too and they, they kind of, like, make fun of Dan sometimes. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. Sam's... I don't know. What do you want to say about Sam Bradford? <laughs> Is there anything to say about Sam Bradford? I mean, just uh, rip. He's a great con artist. Yeah. He's a great con artist. Yeah, they, what, they spent, like, what, $15 million on him? <clears throat> Something for, like that. For three games? They didn't do that well, Ed. Nope. I'm sorry. Yeah. Doesn't he hold the record for most... For completion percentage, still he's, also. No. Drew Brees broke it the year oh, after. Thank God. Yeah, I was gonna say Drew Brees. Because I know he's on pace to break it this year. Is he he's like a, he's on pace to like shatter 80, it? Eighty percent, eighty percent. Yeah, right now. Yeah. It's well, nuts. he's at he's at eighty-seven percent at home. <laughs> I want to vomit. Is it still like ninety percent to Michael Thomas? Uh, yeah, it's like ninety-six percent. He Jesus did have Christ. he. This was his uh, worst game by that standard. He had. 12 catches on 15 targets. So, three. <laughs> That's the worst. That <laughs> was the worst That's for Mike. That's the worst. <laughs> oh, my lord. It's too much. And finally, I guess we have to continue the couch gremlin saga. Um, <sighs> this morning, Le'Veon Bell, I call him a couch gremlin, tweeted, farewell Miami with the, with the wavy hand emoji. He's leaving from he's Miami. Farewell, he's leaving from Miami where he's been Miami. staying the entire time he's been holding out. Um, and of course, everybody's expecting, oh, hey, Le'Veon Bell's going to be coming back to Pittsburgh. Um, when asked today, as Steelers said, that they still haven't heard from Le'Veon Bell. So maybe <laughs> he has you, eight days. Maybe he lost her number. You know damn well, just to make a statement, he has, what, eight days till, until gonna, 5 o'clock, right? He's going right? seven. No, 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 not even. He, the, what, what's the final like date date he has to show up? The 13th. The 13th at like 4 or 5 o'clock, right? Yes. You know he's showing up 30 minutes before, maybe yeah. 15 minutes before. Probably. I thought that I thought I thought the bigger kick in the dick would have been that he shows up the day of the Panthers game. <clears throat> like the day of, like shows up at the stadium and like, "Hey guys, I'm here. Where's my gear? Where's my stuff? Where are my pads at?" And <laughs> everyone everyone in the Steelers is going to be like, "Dude, like Really? You gotta sign this paper first, bitch. He does have to sign this paper first. So technically, he wouldn't even be able to go to the stadium. He had to go to the team facility to sign the paperwork and then go to the stadium. Sign this paper that says you're with the team, and I'll sign this paper that says we're releasing you from the team. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> to play six games somewhere else. I mean, no, nah, the Steelers are gonna keep him. In- no, nah, they're gonna keep him for this season. It's only gonna cost him like what a few million dollars. Oh, yeah. Like, the Steelers are going to get Le'Veon Bell for the final six games of the year, and it's only going to cost them, like, $6 million. million a game for Le'Veon Bell? About a million. Well, it's it's 860 800 $860,000 a game. Yeah. So, six games left, yeah. It's less than $6 million, if you look at it that way. Mm. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. It's fine. It's worth it. I'm not mad about it. Yeah, that's the and that's it for the chubby. This fine week. So, we're done with the jubby, huh? So, let's start. This episode's over. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> I love what you. I, was I don't. <laughs> Wait, first, we need to ask Corey. 
yes. about Hugh Jackson. Yeah, we need we need to ask you about uh, the assignment you were on last week, hunting down Hugh Jackson in the in the gutters of Cleveland. I found him. All right. <laughs> yes. Yay! Nobody else could. How's he doing? He was hiding out on a boat on the river. <laughs> See, I figured he'd be on a raft. <laughs> Like, was it his own boat or just like no. an abandoned boat? It was an abandoned boat. <laughs> abandoned boat. Let me knock somebody off of it. Uh. it. The boat's name was Mickey's Undercarriage. <laughs> has, has, the, the SS Mickey's Undercarriage. Right. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. I, uh, I got. I had a. I had to smuggle him up to Canada to Niagara, so he could uh, ride. A barrel down Niagara Falls. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. That's uh, that was one of the signing conditions of his new team in the CFL. <laughs> oh no, poor oh, CFL. They, okay. they wanted to see if he was tough enough to survive right. the fall, and and it's. I'd say he's pretty tough at surviving falls. <laughs> hey, it's he's definitely a fall kind of guy. <laughs> oh my god, I just. What did he have to say about Baker? Uh, he said as soon as Dorsey came in, he saw the Dorsey on the way out. <laughs> oh, oh tish Can we talk about Hugh Jackson for a second? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm totally down to talk about Hugh Jackson. What's up? Bruh. So he gets let go, and the interviews that he does have. Yeah. All, like He's just like this weirdly, like, you understand, like if you've seen the, uh, like some of the quotes and things. If you see from, if you went back and watched Hard Knocks, and like his assistants are trying to tell him something, he's at like the head of the table, and he's like, he's like "This is my team." You know, this is my chair. Are you in this chair? No. One day when you're in this chair, maybe. But I'm in this chair. Like the whole uh, my chair speech thing. Mm-hmm. And you look at Todd Haley. It looks like he wants to rip his eyes out. Yeah. And, and like you're Todd like, Haley wanted his job, apparently. Well, yeah, for sure, and it created discourse, and that's why he got let go also. Right. But, like, I understand why he wanted Hugh's job because Hugh was – I don't understand how Hugh made it this far. I, I just, like – then some of the other, like, weird interviews and stuff that he did and, like, all those times he came out saying, like, this is the quarterback we want is in our – uh, I was trying to get Watson on our team. I was trying to get – then why would you guys pass him up so many times and do all this stuff? I didn't even really want this guy. And he, he is like all this – he has all the weird Hubert <laughs> – booger, he, he's blocking people. Uh, he is all the terrible hubris of a coach that thinks they're winning a lot when really he's won two games in his career. <laughs> Three games. Three, three, games. Yeah, I'm three games. I'm sorry. Whatever. In in two and a half seasons. Uh, the interview he did on first take, where he said that they asked him if he had one regret. Okay, let's 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 rewind the tape a little bit. His overall record as a head coach, okay, was what three wins and what thirty one. So it was three thirty six and one, right? Okay. That was his overall record as the as the Cleveland Browns head coach. They asked him if he had one regret, one thing he they wished that he wishes he could do different in his time in Cleveland. You know what his answer was? Yeah, shoot me. What is it? His answer was, "I wish I wouldn't have turned the offense over sooner, or like when I did." 
What? Bro, <laughs> that's your regret? You won three games in you your regret? Other stuff, like, okay, from that You first had the offense thing. for two of those years. Right? He, he, said, the, he claims that he actually didn't. Oh, my God. See, he keeps, like, he, taking shit He claims shit that it, he never got to run, quote-unquote, his offense. Also yeah, from bullshit. that first um, also from that first take from Hugh Jackson, when you go 1-15, 0-16, people forget you know how to coach. What is the, what you is remember the, the Chargers once fired their head coach after going fourteen and two, Hugh? So the record you just sucked. You, Didn't John Fox get fired after the Super Bowl? He might have, I think. There, there, there were stories Fox, coming out from Albright on Twitter. There's stories coming out from Albright on Twitter that there were Browns players that were telling him they compared Hugh Jackson to Michael Scott from the Office. From the Office. So that like. The office thing that they did earlier in the year makes so much more oh sense. Oh my god, it mm. does. It really does. That's and, amazing. Like Hugh Jackson, a pro football talk. I wanted Wentz, Watson, and Mahomes. Browns would be winning by now if we'd done it my way in year one. <laughs> Taking all three of them? No, Hugh. You wanted AJ McCarron for a second and third round pick. I don't know, but here's the thing. I don't know what's funnier. Like, what's more humorous? The fact that I'll look at okay. What would have been more funny? That Hugh actually wanted those people, and Jimmy Haslam and the past uh, GM Sashi Brown was just like, no. Or would it be funnier if Hugh was just making all this up? I don't know what would actually be more humorous. Hugh making it all up, I think, would be funnier. You think so? And then he kept, oh yeah, and he kept trying to talk about how he didn't get a fair chance, and like, got, what did you mean? He got longer than most people in Cleveland, like. Right, actually. Longer than most coaches in the NFL, period. You know, like, the, I can only assume the only reason why they kept oh, Sean Lee's walking back, that's not good. Cowboys defense sucks again. Who would have guessed? Mm, right. Anyway, uh, the the only thing I can even fathom on why they kept Hugh Jackson for as long as they did is that they wanted to show the next guy that they hired, we'll give you a fair shot. You could have a full season and a half, two seasons to – See if you can do anything. If we're gonna get there, you this go, guy. McCarthy. Hey, there you go, Mike McCarthy. You can be Mike the... McCarthy doesn't know how to coach anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't. Not at all. If Mike... he can't do shit with Aaron Rodgers, what's he gonna Seamless do? Seamless transition. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, into the the Packers Patriots game that I, like... me and Justin sat and watched together. That, was, uh... I was reading who the from a report on Bleacher Report. They say like a guy. What's his name? Freeman was saying Green Bay suffers from a syndrome we call goat over reliance syndrome. McCarthy has relied on Rodgers making so many plays over so many seasons that he hasn't bothered to produce schemes that help Rodgers. And and in my yeah. own addendum, he's just forgotten how to actually coach. Right, right. Well, because it this is the problem with the relationship. Something I kind of talked about on here before, where they they don't like. What a coach is supposed to do to complement a quarterback like that is like scheme development stuff like that. This is stuff that Daniels and put him in a Belichick win. do with Brady a lot. Yeah, and like I understand that Rodgers wants to do like the jazz musician-y, like crazy shit and just like make shit work and like that doesn't work anymore. And it really it worked pretty well back in the day when Rodgers was healthier and younger. I th- no, it I just saw- it doesn't it doesn't fly anymore. One of the one of the biggest things you noticed, one of the least one sorry one of the biggest things I noticed in that game <laughs> last night 
was uh and you notice this a lot when Packers play like these better teams is that there's no like there's no fun like offense shenanigans going on with Green Bay. There are two things that Green Bay does. It's hand the ball off to one of the running backs. Randy Rodgers tries to make a play through the air. There's no good schemes. There's no crazy trick plays. There's not the stuff that's been making offenses soar in the current NFL. It's detracting. I still think that, I mean, the Packers' offense is still, like... It can still move the ball, and it, it could because of Aaron Rodgers, and it can still put up points. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where, okay, well, first of all, let's 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 put a a very early bow on this game. If Aaron Jones doesn't fumble, there's a chance the Packers win this football game. Oh, 100%. there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, not a chance. Not a hundred percent, but there's a chance they win. So let's let's say that first. You know, there are two major momentum breakers in that game. Yeah, the. Uh, Actually, no, three. The the Aaron Jones fumble was the first one. Well, not the first one, but that was the biggest one. The biggest one, yeah. Um, not being able to... Um, the first drive where they went down and had to kick a field goal and couldn't answer the touchdown. No. Oh, that wasn't one of them? No. no they were they were fine still. What do you think the other ones were? Uh, there were two more. There was uh, the penalty called... The bogus penalty called on the uh, roughing the kicker. Yeah. You, 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 you say that like people are like, oh, the Patriots just... Kick the ball right back. No, that's a momentum breaker. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing breaks your momentum. Because now the, the offense had, is pumped and ready to come back they out. Just, they had just sacked Brady. Right. It was a fourth down and 20. So and... Your, your defensive momentum is at a high. And now all of a sudden they have to come right back out there. Your offense is pumped to get back onto the field. They have to stay sitting. Mm-hmm. That's a momentum breaker. Third thing, Martinez getting hurt. Oh, yeah. Blake Martinez oh, yeah, I getting saw hurt. That. That was... Yeah, Blake Martinez is a huge piece of the Packers He did, but he came year. back. Like... Late. late in the, but he it wasn't in time. It was late. Yeah, yeah the apparent, the the apparently guys over. were like running out of safeties that game. Good thing you traded your best one. Oh last my week. god, I'm so fucking glad. This yeah, we didn't happens. we didn't really get to talk about all the trades and all this dumb shit that happened last week. You know, like, a lot of the trade deadline talk because it happened in the middle of the week and we don't record in the middle of the week. Um, Let's talk about the trades. Who looked the best? I know who it was. Tell me. Well, it's Omari Cooper now. <laughs> Mark Cooper looking great. For the Cowboys right now. Uh, Maybe he ha- was worth a first round ha- pick. Ha-ha showed, ha- ha showed up to the Redskins and they lost. And, and then uh, Demarius had a good first quarter for the Texans. And then, and then called a timeout. And, <laughs> and then called a timeout. You didn't see that? No, let's talk about the Texans game. All right, so Demarius Thomas in the first possession that the Texans had, they threw it to him three times. He had 67 yards. Wow. Okay. On the first, And then they never threw it to him again. Probably because, oh, I don't know, he's probably been there three days. It's fair enough. And, uh, well, as the game was progressing, and uh, Denver kind of made it a game late, there was a point where Deshaun is, like, motioning Demarius from the far side to the near side of the field, and there's literally a shot of Demarius, like, running into the slot on on Deshaun's right-hand side, like, shrugging as he's running. To the coaching staff, like, I don't know where I'm going. And then he lines up and just looks back at the official and calls a timeout. <laughs> and Deshaun's just looking at him like, uh. Oh, and I mean, it ultimately didn't do anything, but it was just like one of those things like, uh. That's absolutely amazing. That's probably not a good thing to do, Demarius. I didn't even know wide receivers could call timeouts. I thought Eddie can. Yeah. yeah. 
any player on the offense can call a timeout? Well, because there's the reason they allow you to do that is because there's a multitude of things that could cause that to happen, um, like non-contact irritation before a play starts. Wild so cat. Yeah, wild. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, there, there's plenty of things that that would cause the player to be able to do it. Obviously, coaches tell players don't do it unless you have to. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Demarius believed he needed to do it. No, he didn't. I, well, I obviously did, but um, yeah, <laughs> just line all, up in the slot and go. Out of all it. the trades, uh, so far Cooper's got a touchdown. Um, probably could have had another one had Dak not thrown into double coverage again. Time bubble. We're still uh, the game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans is still going on. It's tied. It is currently tied to fourteen fourteen. We have it on in the background. Um, but so far Cooper's worked out fine. Um, Demarius had that one drive and then that was it. Ha ha, kind of got. Picked on in the Falcons game. Not surprised. Um, a position like that probably needs more work. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Who else? Who are the other big trades of note? Uh, Golden Tate. Oh, but he didn't play yet. Yeah. We don't know not, yet. Yeah, he's not. He's we on actually bye. don't know like how that's worked yeah, out. They're on bye, so none from Golden Is it, Tate uh, yet. Eli Apple still bad? Probably. Yeah. He, he had what, oh, one good play during um, that game. Should we? Uh, is it fair that Golden Tate? Is the only player in the NFL right now that got two bye weeks? I don't think it's fair. Wait, no, didn't Amari Cooper have two? I don't think that's fair for his legacy. It's not. Weren't weren't the we, Raiders on bye and he got traded during the Cowboys bye? That's sad for you know his Maybe. stats for the season. I mean, technically not, because it was I like think, the week think, they came back. I think he should be fined. Man, I like fine Golden Tate. Hashtag. I like Golden Tate, and now he's on the Eagles, and that sucks. You really like Golden Tate because he goes to Canada wearing a full-bodied American flag. I just like Golden Tate because he has more yard after catch than Odo Beckham Jr. He does. He's, no, that, he's that. He's, he's a the very king of yak. Golden yak Tate king. is a very underrated player. I think so. I think he's very underrated, and the Eagles kind of need him. Uh, and at first I was like, why? And like I was sitting there thinking about it, and. There's there's nobody no, else on that team. No, like no, him. no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Lions were in the midst of extending Golden Tate, and then they got an offer they couldn't refuse. Oh no! A fucking fourth round pick <laughs> for Golden Tate. Wow! <laughs> Blew me out of my fucking socks. Now, honestly, the. Uh, Give me Brandon Marshall. No, no, no. Super bad for the Lions. Pretty good for the Eagles. For what they gave to get Golden Tate. We, we've we all... Really good. We've all... Uh, well, at least Corey has told me that stuff that he's been reading is saying that this is one of the weakest draft classes just top to bottom as far as, like, overall talent in quite a few years. Yeah, there's only a few, like... There's, uh... Let's see. Obviously, Saquon. No, coming up. Coming out. Oh, coming out. Like, coming up? up? upcoming draft Oh, class. yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, 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 our, yeah, yeah. Our, This year's this draft year's been class great. had a lot of good quarterbacks and some decent no, defense. Been It'll deep. be interesting to see what happens after that. There's a lot of rookies doing but very well Because there year. was so much deepness at certain positions, next year has, like, nothing. Well, the one thing that a lot of people were saying, and I know it's early, but it was they were saying about last year's draft class is, like, yeah, there's all these quarterbacks, but, like, none of them are really good and, like, is any of them good yet? Yeah, I, I don't know. No, that's a, that's a that's an actually like fair point. Like, I mean, Darnold's leading the league in interceptions. 
Rosen probably needs an offensive line and maybe a couple more weapons. Josh Allen looks like Blake Bortles too. Rosen Rosen needed two years to sit. Yeah, probably. I, w- I wouldn't say two years to sit because he. He needs to learn how to throw a football. He just needs two years to sit so that Arizona can get enough people around him. Right, that's what I'm saying. Baker's like he... on his second offensive coordinator and five starts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to have probably have a and third by next also, year. Baker is also oh, the most sure. uh, hit quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL. He's not the most sacked. That's Deshaun Watson. He makes some good plays, though. Poor I, I Josh th- Allen got some good plays. I think Baker was deserving of the number one pick. I think he's been the best quarterback out of that class. Uh, yeah. Just... Uh, I kind of part of me expected him to be good, so I was like, eh, you know, wasn't too impressed with him at first. Who Baker? Yeah, uh, no, you hated Baker. We I have think, the podcast. To I know. Prove I didn't it. think he'd be great in Cleveland. I'm wrong. I mean, he's, he's not right. great, but I was he's gonna like, say he's not great. No, I thought he was gonna stop. Well, we'll see what happens when he gets to winter, because remember that's the big thing that I talked about. And also, yeah, that is true. And then also, to be fair, like this is essentially a throwaway year now. Right. This is only halfway. It doesn't matter. You're halfway through the season. You're still going to see how he plays in the wintertime. And that see is the that help. is the biggest point I hit. See if we can help this baseball stat. The Browns being oh for their last 14 November games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! I, yeah. I was listening to a lot of Browns talk radio on the way home. Is that and, five years? And WTAM 1100 was mad. So many people were like, oh, we, had, we didn't punt. We had a decent offense. We did some good stuff. And then, like, the radio, how are you okay with this? This team sucks. Have you? And they had like this one dad was on the phone. Like, oh, I brought my son with me. He was 12 to see the game today. And he was like, oh, put your son on the phone. Put your son on the phone. Like they were like pissed off furious. And like, What's your kid? Uh, Bryson? All right, Bryson. Uh, last time you went to the game was three years ago. Do you notice anything different between the Browns you watched three years ago or the Browns you watched today? And the kid was like, not really. They still kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> and the announcer yeah! was like, why is Bryson the best caller I've had today? <laughs> He's like yelling and getting mad. Oh my god, that's amazing. Ah man, uh, never. I love Cleveland. Cleveland fans never. I hate Cleveland fans, but they don't disappoint me. But no, I you just, should I, be a Cleveland radio host because you get to trash on Cleveland all day. Oh man, pretty much all they do. That is true. <laughs> no, I mean, not always. Now that but LeBron's the, gone, I could totally just the do main, that. The main WTAM guys were like the main like Cleveland people were, and they were just. Actually Hello. mad about it. Just whip your dick out. Uh, Corey just flopped his dick on the table. It was loud. I don't know if you heard it, but girthy. <laughs> a lot of girth. It looks. It looks like an armrest for a chair. But yeah. So I. I don't think. Mutilated. I don't think Greg Williams is going to be the head coach there after this year. I think he's going to be gone too. And they just didn't want to fire everybody. All right. Greg Williams shouldn't be in the league anyway. No, he shouldn't have a job. Why does Greg Williams have a job? I mean, he. He knows how to hire people. Yeah, and he also uh, was paying people to fucking kill other people. He has a job because he placed a knife behind Sean Payton's back and then sweep kicked him. And so Sean Payton fell backwards onto the knife. Well, Greg Williams was also suspended. It's It's not like Sean Payton got suspended and then Greg Williams became the head coach. No, but I'm just... I'm saying, like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Grab him, chucked him under it the wasted, bus. It wasted it. Not that... Seemingly. Seamless transition to the Saints. It's not like... Man, we're getting good at this. Best my point. team in the fucking league. I didn't even finish my point. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? We were talking about the quarterbacks. Um, 
Baker Mayfield, we'll, we'll see how Baker Mayfield performs a winner. That was the biggest thing, that, the biggest point I was making when I was talking about Baker. Mm-hmm. Also, Josh Allen being hurt sucks. Josh Allen is, out of all of those quarterbacks, actually the most impressive. Poor Nathan Peterman, guys. He's a great running back. He's also, when he's on the field, his team is much more confident. He's a lot more confident on the field when they get to start on the fucking other half of the That's field. Corey's going to bring up the fact that, like, when the when once the Bills cross the fifty, Josh Allen turns into like like Jim Kelly. <laughs> but like on his own side of the field, he's just Well, just the defense plays well. As Which long they as they do. as long as they don't have to keep trotting out Nathan Peterman who threw another two or three interceptions. Well I don't care. One wasn't his fault, whatever. He threw thirty times for one hundred and eighty nine yards. Holy fuck. It's the Bears defense though. They good. Oh, yeah, but it's Nathan Peterman though. He bad. That's true. He really bad. Anyway, let's Nobody's go back. Ever done that before. The Saints are the best That's team true. in the NFL. It's yeah, true. Quarterbacks, Drew Brees, right. best quarterback in the NFL. Seamless transition. We did it. Who's, the, who's yeah. the number one team in the NFL? The Saints. It's the Saints. Okay. No, no, it's. I think it's undisputed now. It's the Saints now. I, I mean, it's arguable. I don't. I, no, it, it literally isn't arguable. No, it is. Really? Yeah. All right. Tell me. I want you to sit here. That's right. Not laughing. I want you to put your face in that fucking microphone. And I want you to tell me. You gotta listen the about one the thing. fucking Chiefs one, again. One thing. God fucking damn it. This is the fucking Chiefs podcast. Let's listen to Matt talk about the fucking Chiefs for a half hour every fucking time. We didn't even talk about them last week for like 10 minutes. Did they have a bye week? No, they're bye weeks. Week Fuck bye. off. <laughs> Why don't you tell me one one thing that the that the Chiefs do significantly better than the Saints? Go. They get more. They get higher round picks for their quarterbacks. They trade. Average points per game. They're best at third and long. They're better turnover differential. I think they're actually tied for turnover differential. Uh, more, more touchdowns. Better weapons. I'd argue the better weapons department. I mean, I wouldn't. They they are quarterbacks Why don't you arguable. Stack Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, up against Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. No, uh, Kareem Hunt, Travis Kelsey. Oh well, Travis Kelsey wins against Michael Thomas. Yeah. Tight ends, dude. I'm I'm biased for tight I'm ends. I'm firing you. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, that's why it's arguable. It is arguable. I would Honestly, argue it's for. Still- like we said last week, it's still like the top three situation. I have it's reasons. The Chiefs, it's the I have Saints, reasons for like it's just the things that the the way the Chiefs win, like all their games that they've won have been convincing wins. They they've had to come back from like down from behind a couple times against the Broncos, the big one being at home. But then like when you knew they were gonna win, like you like you knew when moment when the momentum swung in their direction they were going to win no matter what what i'm worried about with they the chiefs they they when they had that game against tom brady and the patriots the only thing that hurt them was they scored too fast i know you don't think that's a thing but it's, it's a literally thing. not a thing continue and uh they were one drive away from beating the patriots whereas like the saints struggled against the browns mhm they almost lost to the browns okay but the chiefs will have that game Chiefs, you know what's coming, right? Chiefs lost we against had the only against good game the Broncos. Oh, okay, well then, what are you talking about? Chiefs lost against the only good team they played against. It's true. Um, no, but that, uh, that's one, that's one point bullshit. to make. Uh, another one. We beat the Chargers. Wait for the... I want... It's a divisional game. It's always... No, the Patriots are probably one of these teams, but 
I want to wait for the Chiefs to play a team that has an offense as high-powered as something like the Saints, I just, I can't, the Rams. The, the Steelers. It is not the same. Are the you Steelers, kidding me? The Steelers' offense, James Conner leading with touchdown rushing and everything else that he's done, Steelers. Antonio Brown, Juju Smith, Ben Roethlisberger was leading the league in passing yardage until his bye week. Is don't this, tell me they don't have a high-powered Is high this the offense. worst Steelers team in the past 15 years? No. No, it's not. It's... it's it's not no, the we, we, best. We, there, were, there were a couple a couple seasons ago. They were like, at one point we were, I want to say like four and eight, and then we won our like we won our last four games because they really didn't mean anything. We had two back to back years where we went eight and eight, and then uh, I believe the year after we won the Super Bowl against just the Cardinals, I think we went six and ten, or something like that. It was definitely below five. Maybe it wasn't below five hundred. Maybe it was like eight hundred, eight another eight and eight season. Um, oh, by the way, Matt, it doesn't count because Pat Mahomes reversed the triangle, so of course you're going to beat the Steelers. You can't use that <laughs> voodoo bullshit. Um, Memes! But, uh, but then that doesn't count for the Patriots. The, loss look, I just really yeah, want a Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl. I do too. Listen, I don't know if I want that because I don't know which one of you I want to see more happy. <laughs> All right? Here's the thing, and here's the thing we'll you have, have an all-out brawl. What, no, no, here's the thing you have to understand is like I'll beat up your entire family. <laughs> here's, the, here's, here's the thing. Same. You we're okay if we're gonna if we're gonna throw hyperbole out there and say that. It, Talk to me in two weeks. Wait, hold on, wait. What's two weeks? That's Rams. the Rams game. Like, why are you so all of a sudden just hell bent that the Chiefs aren't as good as it as like as the Saints? Yeah, because nobody is. That's not true. That's not true. If they played the Rams again today, the score could be the same but reversed. The no, Rams could win that game 45 Okay, 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 okay. I just, I, I mean, I brought this up like a while back. It's every every week, every, I don't know, he can't do it against this team. I want to see this question mark. This no, question I, I, mark. I'm just saying I want to see it. Man, when we blow out the Rams by 30 points. <laughs> well, first of all, I will, on, wait, wait, wait. I first will, of all. I will admit that I was fucking wrong. I have no problem with admitting okay. I'm wrong. All right, all right, hold on. First of all, you and I. This is a, that's a, this is a verbal contract. You two are witnesses. Before before, so I the get 100 people that download our show every week. That's right. Before I get to what I was gonna say, you and I, Justin, yesterday, sat up up upstairs in the house that we're in right now, and said, "Oh man, man, that's a big game for the Saints. Who do they play next week? Oh, the Bengals on the road. They're probably gonna lose." Yeah. So like. Well, it's football, but right. But it's also making Matt really mad. I, if that's oh, listen, if we're gonna prioritize that, then let's just talk about how Antonio Gates is better than Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, oh right. my God! Let's prioritize. But man, that's a hard I'm disagree already, for me, though. I'm you know, already depressed. You can't do let's, this. That's let's, a hard disagree. But anyway, no, but seriously though, what I what, what, what I was gonna say was, is that these okay. The three teams right now that everyone okay, Rams, Saints, Chiefs, whatever order you put them in. Okay. I think it you need really to put the Pats in there. In, in all reality, okay. it doesn't make a difference. You also have to put the Patriots, just because by de facto. Number at four. This point. Um, I think the problem with those four teams is that, or like when you try to compare like what each team does better than the other, and what you know who has the advantage, and you know whatever you want to say. The problem with them is that you could point to okay, well. The Rams played the Chiefs, and we're going to have the result of that game. And then we just had the Rams and Saints, and the Saints won. But the problem is, is that all four of us, who, um, if you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook, we do fad pod picks every single week. Corey is currently in the lead. 
cool. Um, by one game. Nice. Um, due to the fact that he was the only one that picked the Patriots. Um, we all picked the Cowboys to win this game, so it doesn't really matter. Um, he was the, You were the only one to pick the Patriots to win. I just did... For all your audio listeners, I just Jimmy butler on the side. <laughs> yeah, 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 you did. Um, but we all picked the Saints to win that game. I all picked, four of us. All I, four of us picked the Saints to win that game. But I'm willing to bet if that game would have been in Los Angeles, all four of us would have picked the Rams. No, I still would have picked the Saints. I wouldn't. Might have been wrong. But, no, I think there's factors that in that head-to-head matchup that put the Saints at an advantage. One of, the, one of the big ones is you have the best running defense of the NFL. Yeah, they're on defense. Uh, and then, oh, look, the biggest piece of defense, Todd Gurley, all of a sudden can't perform as well. And that's... <laughs> How messed up is it that Todd Gurley had, like... I know this is not a fantasy show, but on most uh, fantasy sites, Todd Gurley still had, like, 15 points, and that's his worst game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's insane. How dumb is that? He had... He's their offense. Six catches for like eleven yards. At one point, he had like four catches for negative one yards. Right, well, you know, you know, he's their offense. So if like you, if you take Gurley out of it, the, the, the they struggle. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it, how I it mean, goes. They don't struggle, but it, if they become more like reliant on. Uh, so that's my that's my that's my scariest thing about that matchup because the Chiefs' weaken, weakness in defense, like we've been giving up a lot of yardage, but it's all ground game like we have our corners are doing really well we have a good turnover differential we get a lot of picks we have one of the best edge pass rushers in the league like we get to the quarterback fast but everybody runs on us so but yeah so marcus peters sucks. run all over you in the super bowl yeah let's just know what to talk about Taysom hill baby Taysom hill. Taysom oh my hill. god dude marcus peters sucks i'm glad we got rid of him. right yeah you might wanted to talk about this uh yeah marcus peters did not look good He's been Sunday. on a slide, and now he fell off the cliff, and like he was a scheme think, player. No, I don't know. I don't. I. I now I understand. Like I was telling Justin before we even turned the mics on, uh, I think I might have half mentioned it during our uh, deep cuts pre-show, which you can get for ten dollars if you support us on Patreon. Like my best friend. Angriest. Uh, Patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yes, the fucking sure I did. You're Hell yeah. So sure I fucking did. That's right. The angriest knew you said F-A-D-P-O-D because he's my favorite person in the world and I love him to death. He's great. Thanks for supporting the LeBron Juice Fund. <laughs> oh, damn. We're not drinking LeBron Juice. No, you're we not. We're drinking, we can't uh, afford it yet. We need another to, brand. We need to wait. A couple more months and yeah. then we can buy a case With the money we have right now, we could buy... Maybe like a 12-pack of Fiji water. <laughs> Next month, we can buy a 24-pack. And then That's we're where it's go- at. And that'll, then- that'll support a whole three weeks of podcasting. Three weeks, as long as we only drink them for podcasting. Yeah, yeah, only when we're podcasting, we drink the LeBron juice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... So, yeah, so oh, Marcus... Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go uh, ahead, because then I want to say something. Marcus Peters, like, has been playing worse. He had all these tendencies, and you looked at his game film last year where he wouldn't try to tackle players. He he got a lot of interceptions, and he played the ball all right. But as far as, like, after the ball, if he's not able to get a hand on the ball, he gives up. He doesn't play as hard on certain plays. And you were starting to see a lot of that this year. I brought it up in one of our earlier episodes, but there was a play. I forget which team it was against or the exact moment. There was a, I think it was against the one of the first weeks of the season, week one or two, when they played the Raiders. That was week one. That was week one. And there was a moment where Marshawn Lynch was, like, uh, beast-moding 
through like just moving a pile that had eleven or that had ten Rams trying to tackle him. Ten Rams in a pile pushing all against him, trying to bring him down and tackle him. A couple yards off the side of hands on his hips, Marcus Peters. That's his cousin though. Well, maybe you could argue for that, but it's football. You should still be trying to win. Yeah, but I'm he not... had no problem trying to if... bowl over Marcus. Pe- 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 Marcus, Marcus, Pe- Marcus if you Pe- tell me that Pe- Justin has to walk five feet to get nineteen thousand dollars, I'm not gonna fucking try to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, whatever. But there are other plays this year where he he hasn't given up a lot of effort, and then the the game defining play against the Saints. He's like looking around completely. Has no idea what's going on. Drew Brees sees it right away. He like gives Michael Thomas the look. Uh, Peters like has his head turned and his arms shrugged. Brees hikes the ball. Thomas does a quick move, gets around him up deep. Touchdown game. Joe Horn. Yo, shout out to Joe Horn. Yeah, dude, shout outs. Dude, Joe Horn fucking lived the dream, man. He fucking bought some shit to make a, a highlight mixtape. And then used it to practice his way into the NFL. What a what a fucking story. That, that's his a dental Adam Thielen selling money story. And now we talk about him because Michael Thomas homage to him. So it's beautiful. Soul. We we were talking about you know the Super Bowl between the Saints and Chiefs. Um, and all I'm like while you you three were talking about, it, I was just sitting here thinking to myself like, man, like. Neither of those teams are going to make it to the Super Bowl. I was like, all three of you are going to hate me when it's the Steelers. Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> like, legitimately we'll hate me. Like, I won't even be happy about it. Now, they're like, on track to what looks because like... Because that means it's going to be another were. five years of the same. I know! <laughs> I don't want it! I don't want five more years of... This is what I don't want. I don't want five more years of... After the Atlanta game, when we win, okay? So we beat Atlanta, okay? And Ben Roethlisberger's in the locker room getting interviewed. And he says, you know, I really had to have a heart-to-heart... Con- by the way, because we, we blew the doors off the Falcons. He's like, oh, yeah, I had to have a real heart-to-heart conversation with myself, you know, after the, during halftime. And the reporter's like, what are you talking about? And he's <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, I've been dealing with this... Uh, this elbow injury ever since week one when Miles God damn it. just wait it gets so much worse. Okay. When when Miles Garrett you know Miles Garrett hit him and he had an elbow injury showed up on the injury report never missed a game but he played. He said yeah ever since then I've been trying to like alter my throwing motion to deal with the pain and that's you know I've been sailing some passes so I just kind of said you know what I just got to suck it up and play. Are you kidding me? He he came up with an excuse for all his overthrow Are passes. You? No, I don't even care if if that's true. You mean, okay, first of all, that happened. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger, are you listening? I will come to your house, and I will, and I will beat you with a steel chair. You He's going to Mike Zimmer you. You mean to tell me, <laughs> yeah, bad okay. yeah. you mean to tell me that in week Bill one, wait, in week one, week one, not even like, in, in week one, you got hurt. And then in week two, you had, you pretty much had to wait until the Chiefs were up by a thousand to all of a sudden start completing passes. Then you had a Tampa Bay game where Tampa Bay just give, give, gave you like a 30-point lead because Fitz Magic ran out. The yeah. Magic meter ran out. He couldn't cast Din's fire anymore. He, he ran out of green, po- green um, pots. He ran out of green pots. <laughs> and then then you had the game against the, the Ravens, which was just a fiasco. So you have those games, right? Those four games. And then you got the game against Atlanta that you need to win. 
And even for the first half of that game, you've spent four and a half games throwing this goofy throwing motion that has been causing you to be inaccurate with your passes. And it took that to be like, you know what? I'm just going to suck it up. I hate you. Like, go away. Win the Super Bowl this year and go away forever. I don't want to see you on my team anymore. I don't want to see the, well, we don't have a QB sneak in the playbook <laughs> against the Jaguars. <laughs> you know how many QB sneaks Ben Roethlisberger's run this year? A lot. Yeah, you know I know. how many he should have ran in the playoffs last year? At least two. one. Oh, two. At least okay. one. Okay. But he could have ran two. And we probably would have won that game and went to the AFC and then lost to the Patriots. Who cares? And this whole, uh, I got to suck it up and keep you. Yeah, it almost got him hurt. Huh? That almost that mentality almost got him hurt on Sunday. Oh, with the uh it was really funny. Why won't why won't he slide? I don't think he knows how to slide. He's I actually Big don't ben. Think... Why won't he learn? He's Big Ben. It's Big not ben, in the dude. playbook. It's not in the playbook. <laughs> Sliding's not Todd in the Haley playbook. didn't have that in the playbook. No, it was really funny. <laughs> so uh, my brother and I both have a mutual disdain for uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And uh while that happened, it's a really funny story. Um so I'm watching the game at my house, and uh, my brother's in the other room, and I can, you know, I can kind of hear him, like, whenever he's talking in, his, in, in the room, right? So, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, uh, for those of you that didn't watch the game, I can't remember who the player was, but he's being chased down from behind by one of the Baltimore defenders, and he kind of, like, lands on the ball simultaneously, like, lands on his shoulder, but mostly on the ball. And uh, he kind of is down there for a while, and he's on his back, and they run the trainers out. And I'm watching the game, and I really did. I was like, yeah, he's fine. Like, he landed on the football. Like, he got the wind knocked out of him. He's going to be fine. But as he's laying on the ground getting the trainers work, I <laughs> I hear this in the background. Fuck you! <laughs> My brother is screaming. Like, get out! Like, just, like, so happy that Ben Roethlisberger got injured. And uh, fucking Ben Roethlisberger comes out. Josh Dobbs comes in. And, just throw- and immediately throws a 25-yard pass. Oh, that was, I saw that. that was I dope. did see that. That was sick. I was like, wow. And then they pulled him. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, thanks. I'll see you soon. Hopefully. Bye, Josh. <laughs> Enjoy your clipboard. <laughs> go uh, go teach Mason rocket physics or whatever you majored in. in Tennessee. He actually did major in, like, rocket science. Damn, dude. He's a smart boy. Tennessee. He is a really smart boy. But Corey doesn't like him because he's ugly. He's fucking ugly as fuck. <laughs> so is Big Ben. So is fucking Shazier. But nobody wants to fucking talk about it because, oh, he got hurt. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's ugly, though. He's I actually ugly. don't. Man, dude, he has that thing where he can't grow hair, dude. It's not his fault. I didn't know that was a thing, but that still makes you ugly. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like... I, I think that okay. Well, for, okay. Well, let's let's take the round uh, the round table of who we were right on this week and who we were wrong on. Um, we were wrong about Atlanta. For Damn! One week. For oh, once, finally, for once, we were wrong about Atlanta. Uh, congratulations to Julio Jones for catching his first touchdown pass ever after playing in the league for seven years. Julio Jones has never caught a touchdown pass. You did it, my friend. Congratulations. It and, it, and you had to break three tackles to do it and barely get into the end zone. You, know, <laughs> you knew he that wanted was, it, though. That was such a fight for it. But it was like it was actually almost a year since the last touchdown. It was it was uh, November 26th last year. It happened. Oh, my God. After, after the Redskins lost, like, two offensive linemen and another safety – or I know they they got Clint Dix, but they had a couple of huge key injuries, and they looked really bad. They might not win the East now. 
Yeah, their two two of their better offensive linemen got injured. Like they went with they went from the team we were talking about. Yeah, they're going to win the division and make the playoffs. To I don't know if they can win the division now. Yeah. They, they, that kind of happened to Green Bay. It's probably just yeah. gonna be the Eagles now. The, the the Patriots like straight up like physically butchered almost the entire depth chart in the Green Bay defense. I mean, most of it was just self inflicted injuries, though. Yeah, like, like Martinez didn't get like hit or anything. He just stepped on Brady's foot. Yeah, and avoid him. And uh, it was really funny. We were watching the game, and uh, one of our buddies. I mentioned, I was like, how did Brady not get injured on that with a 260-pound guy stepping right on his foot? And one of our friends was like, it's because Brady's a robot. <laughs> Brady Brady doesn't have, like, the only actual flesh that Brady has is on his face and his arms. Somebody landed, when he did one of the one of his QB sneak plays, one of his little Tom Brady signature whoop-de-doos, um, somebody fell, like, directly on his fucking leg, and it looked gross. And I was like... How is he not, like, limping? <laughs> He's pliable, dude. Pliability. That was yeah. part of the, you know... That's, that's part of EBTB12. That's right. Matt's investigative journalism, which, speaking of... But, uh, that, 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 investigative journalism... Okay, so I, was, I was looking, because you know, Brady was memeing on Instagram, like, the week of the game, that he was three yards away from 1,000 yards rushing. Now he's four yards away. <laughs> <laughs> Them quarterback kneels, man. They'll Damn. get you every time. So I, someone looked into it because I was reading about this earlier this morning. Yeah. Apparently, like he's technically kind of already crossed over a thousand because if you take away, he's he's is done uh, two hundred ten or it was two hundred ten or two hundred thirteen kneels in his career. Someone counted how many kneel downs Tom Brady has had. Six of them, it was three or six of them, were kneeled downs for zero yardage. So he had 207 kneels for negative one yardage. Someone went back. They counted the tapes. Tobin, I know it was you. All right. <laughs> this is your Tobin fact of the day our that we were supposed Tobin, to start and then never did. Who is our uh, our our ridiculous stats guy. Some, sometimes you'll get a stat from him. <laughs> Occasionally. Occasionally when I remember to ask him. He wouldn't give me a stat. Well, the one you asked for was pretty insane. I didn't think it was. Was it a baseball stat? No, it was no. kind of. It was how many teams have committed zero penalties that still lost the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not really something that people keep track of. So you have to like flip through a lot of games. Well, it, the thing is, is that you take into consideration, like, they commit actually zero penalties, or is it, it like zero accepted penalties? Zero. Well, accounted for penalties. Okay. I feel like that'd be such an easy thing to find. Right, that's what I, I thought. Like that would be like a historical thing. Like, oh wow, this team had zero penalties accepted against them and lost. But, I don't know. Maybe there's some weird... Uh... I don't feel like that's something that like people really look at. That's probably not... Maybe not. I think that'd be a cool thing. I, it's cool. I think I think it's pretty neat. But maybe we'll have to do the work ourselves. No, thanks. Still right about the it's Carolina not that it's Panthers. just you said it's just Super Bowl, right? Yeah. We, we, no, it's, you were right. Oh, totally. period. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, you. fuck that. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt was right about the Carolina Panthers for for more stuff that like the the Panthers are twenty seven and five in their last thirty two regular season games without Kelvin Benjamin. Carolina was nineteen twenty two and one in games where Benjamin played because he's bad. Wow, they found the secret. That's. The okay. secret sauce. Some, something's, the Carolina Panthers wanted the Buffalo Bills to be bad. 
he really ate away at the creativity of their offense. I was right about the Packers being oh. bad. He was fat. <laughs> <laughs> Packers aren't a bad team. They're bad. Aaron no. Rodgers is good. Aaron Rodgers is That's really hard good. to argue. <laughs> no, I still wouldn't even say that. Actually, in fact, the defense overall played better than Aaron Rodgers did last night. I will say that, yeah. I, I it gotta, did it last week, too. I gotta Just, admit, you know, the Packers had two more fumbles. <laughs> did they have two more fumbles? Yeah, their running back fumbled, and then Rodgers had a fumble. Yeah, well, the, the people were, were talking like maybe that fumble was intentional. That he was uh, trying to fumble forwards. Yeah, you can't you can't advance the ball on a fumble. Yeah, forward. they 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 nicked that out when John Madden tried to illegally do it for the Raiders. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, 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 the Packers yeah. offense had two more. The defense has been great for the past two weeks against two really good teams. So yeah, if, it, if it was played, the Packers are not a, a bad won. team, and Aaron Rodgers, in fact. The Packers are a pretty decent defense that's young and growing, and Clay Matthews who needs to be cut. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we talk about the Saints being like oh, on the road, even though they're a better on the road team this season. It's the yeah, Green they Bay. are. It's the Green Bay Packers. If you play them in Green Bay, they still have one on the road yet out. this year. When they play on the road, they're just not as good historically with Aaron. Yeah, Rogers. I mean, th- that just think it's they're not a bad team. They have, a, they have some home games coming up, and they have a softie against the Dolphins that they'll win probably pretty handedly. I don't think the Dolphins is a softie. I think, I think, it's, I think, I think in that matchup pretty, at home, it's a softie. It's a pretty – I mean, maybe at home it's a softie, but I, I certainly don't think the Dolphins are going to be like a pushover. No, I don't think yeah. they're going to be a pushover, but it, it'll be a comfortable Dolphins win. give the Bears a game, and the Bears are like really good on in both phases. Right. We'll see. All three phases. All three phases, that's true. Tariq Cohen, all pro punt returner. I found out, a, uh, speaking of Secret Sauce, might be the name of the episode, just Secret Sauce. Um, I found out the key to figure out for all you fantasy people, this is not a fantasy show, but if you have to decide uh, between Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard on a week-to-week basis, like somebody had to do last year. I don't know who that was. Um, what you do is you look at the team Chicago is playing. You start both of them. Well, no, no, no. Here's what you do. You look at the team that the Chicago Bears are playing, and you think to yourself, okay, is this team good? If they're good, don't start Jordan Howard. Start Tariq Cohen. If they're bad, don't start Tariq Cohen. Start Jordan Howard. Because at some point, because the Bears' defense is really good, they're going to get up by 30 like they did last week and like they did against Tampa, and they're just going to give the ball Jordan Howard a whole bunch. If they're against a good team like they have been the last couple weeks, uh, like the Patriots, and uh, probably when they play the Packers again, put Tariq Cohen in because they're going to have to throw the ball a lot more. That's how I won $150 in daily this week. Woo! Oh, my goodness. Didn't you? You entered one of those. You told me about them. They're like leagues where like the top, like, isn't it like a, a vast majority of the yeah, people win well, money, but it's a flat amount for everybody? It wasn't that one, but there's there's those. It's either top seventy five or top hundred people out of like four thousand, five thousand people win a thousand dollars. And then I won one. It was, uh, and you can enter those as many as you want, uh, as long as slots permit. And if you want to pay twenty seven dollars per lineup, mm-hmm. so you want how much money? One hundred and fifty. It was just, a, but the one I won on it was a. Four dollars, three entries max. So I had three lineups in it. All three of my lineups placed. 
How long is it going to take for someone to develop a an app now that sports gambling is legal? How long is it going to take someone very similar in the way DraftKings is to just make an app on your phone that you just bet football games? God, I'd be so happy. Oh, it's coming. How long? I mean, I think that, like, I'm surprised. So I can stop getting betting slips from a guy who gets them from a tire salesman down the road that I see once that I've never seen. Also, those betting slips didn't have the Chicago game on it. Really? Sometimes, yeah. well, I sometimes they just don't put a game on there. It's like really weird. And then their lines, yeah. because they have to make them so early, are like off of what the actual lines from the mm-hmm. game are sometimes. And it's just yeah, like, I, no, I, I'm just so. Oh, how'd you do? Did you? Oh, I, I almost, I, I picked the Packers in that. And that was the only game I missed on. Oh, how many points were the Packers getting? Seven. Oh, and the fucking fumbles, and they lost. Mm. Yep. Yeah, uh, but no, I, can't, I just bucks. can't believe that someone hasn't jumped on that yet. Like, Fox Sports jumped on it immediately with that show. I think it's called Lock It In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, like, Cousin Sal on it and shit. Like, Fox Sports jumped on that shit instantaneously. They were like, nope, it, sports game is legal. We got to get a show. I'm so happy about it. But, like, how is no one... I think it's because, like, there's still, like, some legalities that yeah, some like states probably Online gambling. With. Online gambling. And... It's like online poker is still, like, illegal. Yeah, yeah uh, DraftKings and FanDuel had to jump through some hoops for some mm. states and stuff. They still ask... A FanDuel and DraftKings will still ask you for your, like, location. Right. And if you're in like one of those... E- yeah. Like, even if you're, like, just putting in a lineup and you're just out of state for, like, a day or something, you can't put in that lineup when you're out of state. Gambling advice on FadPod. Woohoo! Dad just had a dope stiff arm. Do it! (laughs) It's legal. Do it! Only if you can. (laughs) Title of the episode. It's legal. Do it. Only if you can. That's too long. Now you can't be like my dad and bet at a shady bar and then win a lot and then buy a new Malibu and then the bar finds out and then they torture new Malibu and then you don't have a new Malibu because you didn't pay them back first. That happened? Yep. Man. Oh my goodness. That, sound, that, so sounds, like a, that sounds like a Martin Scorsese movie. I'm it, so sorry, Corey. Good fellas. Good. Based, based out of Youngstown. <laughs> it was. It's true. Based out of uh, pretty much where we live. Well, roughly. I mean, we all, all don't live in Youngstown. No, right? none of us actually live. Anyway. I don't know where Youngstown is. Yonkton. So, oh. uh, and we all agree, favorite game of the week was probably Saints-Rams. I think everybody enjoyed that the most. I mean, it was okay. Mm. As far as, like, back and forth in this, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'll tell you what. You yeah, know, like, no, it was, you the, it was the most game? competitive game of the week. No, I'll tell you what my favorite game was. It actually yeah. wasn't that one. You know what my favorite game was? Hmm. Chargers Seahawks. Ooh, the Chargers almost lost that game. I was excited because because I Ka- needed them because Caleb Sturgis missed two extra points and a field goal. They fired him today. Yep. If he makes one of those extra points, the Seahawks' chances to win that game go to zero, as opposed to Russell Wilson with an untimed down on the one yard line after a pass interference call. Six yard line. Six yard line. My fault. After the false start or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they had a false start. I yeah. was like, I was like so excited because I was the only one that picked Seahawks and Fad Pod picks, and I needed it bad. To be fair, I mean they needed this the touchdown two point conversion to force overtime. Yeah, but this is Russell Wilson. He's a magic man. That's true. He is the uh, fun fact about Russell Wilson. 
He, I believe, is the all-time leader in passer rating in the fourth quarter. I believe it. He's been pretty clutch. So, uh, in history, how are we? Change topic a little bit here. How are we all feeling off the Colts when they come off this bye week? I talked about the Colts. I don't know. Can we talk about the Titans? <laughs> I was gonna say, can we talk about the Dolphins? Oh, that's Titans that was are... Dolphins and Colts. Dolphins. Yeah. Is Andrew oh, Luck playing? Andrew Luck is playing. They're gonna win eleven games this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they don't. Well, they're you they did gotta, They have to win out. They're three point under on the table to Jacksonville. I think they beat Jacksonville. Assuming they score first, they probably I'll tell win. you this. They'll probably win the fucking NFC. Where wait, where is it at? Matt, huh? where, Matt, where is it at? Yep. All right. Thanks, Corey. You're welcome. Uh, it doesn't matter. Lucas, they're the home team. Jacksonville's bad. They're a three point. Oh, wait a minute. Underdog. At home, they're not. They're not gonna win because I reversed the curse on Jacksonville. That's right, you did. So the Jaguars need to win the next four in a row to make sure our curse works. Now we can make them good again, and then they can suck again. No, 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 no. I'm still gonna put them at 32. <laughs> I gotta keep them there. Damn, I gotta keep the right. Jaguars there so that they can. But yeah, I, I'm actually. Uh, it, it's weird because. The Colts are the only team in the NFL that have that kind of record, and people still be optimistic about them, myself included. That's because a lot of their games that they've lost have been, like, nail-biters. Like, nail fluky, down-to-the-wire. Like, they should have beat Cincinnati Week 1, could have easily beat Houston. They're still in it to win the division, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. That division's still... They're only two games yeah. back from Houston. Like that division's still really competitive. Because I picked them to win the division. If you don't forget, I mean Tennessee's about to potentially beat Dallas. So Dallas is about to get knocked out of the playoffs. Spending that first round pick, at least he got him a touchdown. <laughs> he looks Twenty nineteen first round picks. Cowboys one touchdown. Thirty one teams. Thirty teams because Khalil Mack zero touchdowns. Checkmate atheists. Got him. Get him out of here. Send him packing. Stop eating Chick Fil A. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna wait I was gonna wait for Corey to uh chime. But no, uh I think the AFC South is really interesting because of that. Like because I know I mean I know Matt, I know you picked the Colts to win the AFC South. I picked them to go to the playoffs. I didn't pick them to win the division. I mean, but my logic was like if Andrew Luck's healthy and he plays all sixteen games, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I it's probably Texans. I don't, it's probably not Jags anymore. It's probably Texans, yeah. then Colts. I will say this. If the Make Colts... It if it is the Colts, then the AFC playoff picture is pretty much locked already. Because the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. The Steelers are going to win the AFC North. The Chiefs and the Chargers are both going to go. Like, wherever they fall, it doesn't matter. Both of them are going to go. And then... If Houston keeps playing, Houston's going to get in. Who's that final spot? If we all think the Colts are going to be better... That's the entire AFC playoff picture. They can stop playing. God, that's scary. Like Andrew it's Luck, week, Tom, it's week ten. Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, and Ben Roethlisberger, or one Mahomey boy. But the, the the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks in the AFC playoff picture will be Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, Pat Mahomes, uh, Andrew Luck, and Deshaun Watson. Like just think about and people that's talk about actually really good. People yeah. talk about like the AFC has been weak for so long, but the. It's, Those it's quarterbacks up you just listed. I think it's starting to tick back up. It might not. There's just only be... one quarterback in the league that's thrown multi-touchdown passes in every game. Do you know who it is? Uh, is it, does his name rhyme with? Uh... No, it doesn't. 
His name rhymes with "I need another kid." Philip Rivers. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was. <laughs> I was about to make a Halloween reference past Halloween. Oh. But it's okay. I don't listen to the Gen and Jub show. I can't tell you about references to Halloween. Oh no! Like the actual holiday. I was gonna oh. say it rhymes with spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down my spine. Huh? <laughs> oh! You'd be shivering a lot if you had like 13, 14 million kids. That's well, yeah. And he's not done. No, he got he, he sh- got interviewed by. Him. He was like, "Hell no." <laughs> that's what he said. Okay, so like give him a high five. You do it, boy. If that's the AFC playoff picture, what's the NFC playoff oh, picture? That's God. a cluster fucking uh, ass. Carson Wentz. Drew Brees, Jared uh, Goff, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Alex Smith, or yeah. Russell Wilson, or Russell. I think it'd be Russell Wilson. That's it. I mean that that's insane. You talk about twelve quarterbacks that represent the NFL. The now. NFL. Whoo! The only one not in there is Rodgers. So if the Packers can somehow sneak in, we've done it before. You need to uh, run the table. I <laughs> think uh, Aaron needs to use whatever whatever key phrase he's going to come up with yeah. this time. He needs a quote. He needs to cash it in. That's like the, now. Let's brainstorm. Wait, wait. Fat pod brainstorm. Fat pod right. brainstorm right now. Brainstorm on the spot improv. What should Aaron Rodgers say to rattle off the rest of the games this year, Justin? Uh, we need to win. All right, so yeah, we need to win. <laughs> no, that's a bad one. Hold on, I need to think about this. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Put me on the spot. That's a bad one. We need to win straight Fuck to you. the point. Uh, mine is, I think it's going to go all hunky dory. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, all hunky dory. Just right. count that I one. think it's all hunky dory. I think we just got to get some games, you know. He's got the cowboy hat on, too. You know what I would love? <laughs> it's all hunky dory. Yeah, I, could literally, like... I could literally envision you with a, like a Packer shirt on that just says hunky dory. On I would front. never in my life. You know what? You know what would be great? If just like. You know, maybe maybe they lose next week or something, and then uh, he's on the Ram Rogers on the podium. Somebody asks him, "So, uh, so you, you guys, you guys think you, could, you got a chance this year?" And Rogers just be like, "Yes," and then they went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got a shot. You know what would be funnier <laughs> if he was like, "Yeah, I think you got a shot this year," and he goes, "No." <laughs> and then they went out. And then they went out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you, you gotta go sideways. Oh, yeah. like the no, no. no. God, I would call for Aaron to be fired. <laughs> you can't just sign to the richest deal in NFL history. <laughs> Fire him. Nah. That's why he can't afford the best safety in the league. Nah, we should not. Uh, <laughs> we should uh just. You know, get rid of everybody else except Clay Matthews because that's that's what they want to do. Oh, did you guys? Uh, speaking, of, we'll talk about Aaron. Rod- I don't know how long we've been going, but I want to. I want to hear your guys' uh, We're still early. We're still early. I want to hear you guys' take on this story. That did you guys see what the story Greg Jennings told about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. No. Okay. So, um, Greg Jennings was interviewed uh, by one of me and Matt's favorite boys, Colin Cowherd. And Coward has to has that little bit of a tendency to kind of stir the pot. Oh, always he likes them bit. views. Yeah, he likes the views. He likes the clicks, um, which is, I mean, that's what his job is. It's, it's, it's true. a business. Yeah, it's a business. So, and I, I actually respect him a lot for just being honest about it. Even though, I mean, I don't feel like he makes up 
opinions. He backs everything up that he says. Yeah, yeah, no, everything. Most of the things he says sounds reasonable. There's a few things where he said, where I'm just like, what the fuck are you all talking about, stuff, Coward? A lot of his opinions outside of sports are not good. Right. Um, but, um... Ain't that the truth. But anyway, uh, so... He's talking to Greg Jennings, and they're talking specifically about the Ty Montgomery thing. And he got traded away, and, you know, being bitter, and then Hugh Jackson being bitter when he left Cleveland, saying all this stuff. And Colin asks him about his final year in Green Bay before he left to go to Minnesota, and how, if he was bitter. And Greg Jennings was like, yeah, I was bitter, because if you, a lot of people don't remember, like, Greg Jennings came out after he was released from Green Bay, and said a lot of stuff like, oh, Aaron Rodgers isn't a good leader, he's you know, not this, he's not that, Aaron's this, you know, whatever. Um, so, Greg Jennings proceeds to tell a story that his final year in Green Bay, it is week one, and they're playing the San Francisco 49ers. Week one of his final year. Greg Jennings. And the whole game is, they're kind of throwing him a whole bunch of, like, kind of, like, dinky-dunky type of passes and stuff. And uh, there's a timeout. And the cornerback for San Francisco, I can't remember who uh, who it was, like walks up to Greg and is like, hey man, why aren't they uh why aren't they giving you like, you know, the the like some better looks? And Greg kinda gives him like, Oh, you know, I don't know, maybe you know, contract year, who knows, whatever. And Aaron Rodgers overhears the conversation and looks at the San Francisco player and proceeds to say, Yeah, you guys should Go after him. And Greg Jennings, like, looks at Aaron Rodgers, and he's like, Excuse me? Like, I'm on the team! I'm here right now! I don't want to go anywhere! Why are you telling our week one opponent to sign me in free agency? Like, what are you doing? And that just proceeded to like, and, and Greg Jennings is like, dude, he's like, dude, that followed me all year long. He's like, I could not shake that. That my quarterback wa- walked up to a defensive player that we were playing in week one and told that guy to sign me in free agency in week one. Yeah, it's uh. He's like, I never got over it. And I was like, I thought about it, like, especially because like, you know, we kind of jokingly, you know. Justin refers to me as professional sports broadcaster. I'm not really, I, I don't know. Like I went to school to do this and I talk about it a whole lot. And I, I think about it almost all the time. Um, oh, the Marks Mario just ran a touchdown. They are killing the Cowboys now. Um, good. It's about to go up 28-14. I might actually lose, uh, because of that. But, um, anyway, what I was saying was like, it really started to get me to think about like, how often does that happen? Like, cause that's a lot of the stuff you don't know about. Like, we often forget that a lot of these teams are made up of like individual people with individual personalities, unless they're the Patriots, which even that has kind of started to leak out. No, no, like, it hundred percent bu- has the, the steel reinforced bucket of personality <laughs> that the Patriots have is kind of starting to leak out a little oh, bit. Please. Patriots haven't really haven't had that much of a problem with personality. Well, no, they try to like, they, they keep everything so close to the vest that it might as well be, like, inside their rib cage. You know what I mean? Right, like, like, but, but like Brog the, has a personality, Brady has a personality. 
Anybody say Brady's like a fucking just robotic person? No, no per- Brady's Brady's got. He's the most passionate motherfucker Brady's on any football field at any time of year. He's the most passionate, but then like off the field, like his interviews and stuff, he's that like, he's that like uh, pretty boy jock at a party, who, like, not humble brag isn't the right term, but he's just the one that like, oh man, I'm so ugly, or oh, look how bad I messed up. And, like, he kind of, like, jokes about things. And you're like, Tom, shut up. You're, like, one of the best to ever play. And we see you doing it all the time. What, what, is, this, what is this fake humbleness you're showing to me? It's, like, really weird. But, no, I just thought about, like, that happening. And then, like, I remembered, um, oh, God, what a great Monday night game next week. Giants and 49ers. Ooh. Why are the Giants constantly on Monday night football? It's so because ridiculous. of the biggest market team in the NFL still. Well, I th- I think it's part of the conspiracy that the NFL gives ESPN shitty games on purpose. weren't the one thing on Monday Night Football like two weeks ago <laughs> against the Falcons? Yeah, yeah. Now they're on it again. Stupid. Um, but anyway, and then I remembered, you know, back when you know Seattle was going through all their stuff with after the Marshawn Lynch touchdown. That wasn't a touchdown. That you know because he didn't get the ball. And I remembered, I talked about this on my show a couple, I mean, this was months ago I talked about it. It was, like, right at the beginning of the season. Um, about how, you know, everyone was talking about, like, Seattle had locker room issues. And all of these players for Seattle was coming out saying, oh, no, no, we don't. That's not true. Fake news, blah, blah, blah. All these reporters making shit up, whatever, whatever. And then Richard Sherman leaves. And Michael Bennett leaves. And Cliff Averill retires. And all these players go to different places. And you ask any of them, and they were all like, oh, yeah, we were all mad. Like, all that shit is real. Like, so I just thought about, like, so I thought about that, and I thought about the story about Greg Jennings. And, like, it's kind of shocking when you think about, like, man, like, this shit happens. Oh, yeah, I mean, just... And it literally, like, destroys them. It can. I just wonder, like, what else is going on, because it just, all that tells to me is that Aaron Rodgers has always been mad about his receivers. Maybe. Because he was yelling at him about him this year, too. Everyone year, sucks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I The more I look at these games, the more I'm starting to wonder if it's uh, an Aaron Rodgers problem and not a Green Bay Packers receiver problem. No, 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 no. It's not. I mean, some of your receivers just legitimately just mess up. I mean, it happens. Yeah. But I, I don't but think it's Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers' problem. To take a look at that receiving core and not think it's like – no, really it's, it, it goes back to the Mike McCarthy not making schemes and doing right, shit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you could try to blame it on them all you want, but, like... They're not being coached. They're not being told anything. They're just like, well, do some doopsie-doos. Maybe Aaron will get the ball to you. We had one of our rookies catch a fucking pass that Rodgers tried to throw out of bounds, not at him, and then Rodgers, like, fucking... Like, he was taking credit for it. I don't fucking hear it. Maybe that's how the play was supposed to... No. No, he was definitely trying to throw that shit. The kid fucking jumped. Mark, that dude leaped. Marquez Valdez. Yeah. Yeah, Scaling like leaped I in the fucking air to grab like, that shit, and he obvi- got it. Obviously, it can be both things. Like, you know, we always have those those conversations that I hate on the, you know, Monday morning sports shows. Like, did this team win the game, or did this team lose the game? Well, both things happened. Um, Both things can be true. Shannon Sharp says that all the time. He's like, both things can be true. I think it could easily be a combination of Mike McCarthy relying way too much on Aaron Rodgers and all of that, I guess you could say that gassing up that people have been doing about Aaron Rodgers maybe has gotten to Aaron Rodgers' head. 
And you know, and that's and that's the thing that a lot of people have been talking about is like the reason why that stuff hasn't worked with Brady. Brady won three Super Bowls in his first four years, and no one gave him credit for it. So Brady got like the opposite treatment, where Brady was like, "You're just getting carried by the rest of your team and all this and all that." And Brady was like, "No, screw you." I'm just going to work harder than everybody now, and I'm going to eat avocado ice cream and wear copper yeah. wiring in my pajamas. Go to Hardy's. The chip, on to Hardy's. A, the chip on Roger's shoulder healed. I think we need to put another one on him. He, The chip on his shoulder has transformed into, like... A god complex? A... Uh, kind of? We need... <laughs> all right, so we need to have a redraft of the entire league. A redraft? Right. Uh, okay, quarterbacks go the first 20 picks. Right, but... Uh, Alex Smith goes to pick right before him again. Not again, but you know. <laughs> oh my god. That's mean. Right. What well, so no matter where they get like if like the number one pick is Brady, number two's gotta be Alex Smith. Right. And then Aaron Rodgers gotta go right after him. Yep. Man. And then Drew Brees goes fourth because nobody ever gives him credit. <laughs> <laughs> but he don't care. He don't, he don't he care. Need, he doesn't need people to. He doesn't really need. He doesn't, I don't think he really even cares that much about people not giving him credit because he's winning football games. He'll just be like, "Look at that, kids. Your dad's like, your dad's a quarterback. He's just too busy being a spokesman for a pyramid scheme." No. <laughs> Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. What pyramid scheme? Nyquil. No, that. Nyquil is <laughs> <laughs> a pyramid scheme. Title: Nyquil is a pyramid scheme. The, it those... took us an hour and fifteen minutes, but we found it. An hour and a half. The, the, the about, supplement, actually. that supplement or vitamin company he was spokesmaning for, is actually just like one of them pyramid scheme things that try to get other people to sell their shit for them for other people. Really? And he was one of their like main spokesmen. I mean, but it's true, Breeze though. I just buy it. So, yeah, NyQuil. <laughs> buy this NyQuil from Drew Brees, and then after he sells it to you, he's going to be like, it's directly I, need from you Drew to sell, I need you to sell this NyQuil to three more people. Like, yeah, he's on a street corner in a trench coat, and you walk up, Drew Brees opens up his trench coat, and there's just a bunch of NyQuil in it. Like, want to buy some shit? Real cheap. It's a bunch of, like, uh, it's a bunch of, like, little holsters where all of his MVPs that he should have won should be. You want to sell? If you sell good enough, you can get a car. You want to sell some more NyQuil? And everybody's like, like, Drew, please, can you stop this pyramid scheme? It's like, what are you talking about? It's perfectly legitimate. How about that, kids? Advocare, Your that's dad's what it a was. quarterback in the NFL. Just goes to show you anything you work for it comes true. Because the, the dad's <laughs> a quarterback in the <laughs> NFL. That's what it was. This, this stuff started coming out. It was like two, three years ago. But like he was advocating for this supplement company, Advocare. And then there were federal lawsuits against them for being just a shitty pyramid scheme. And Drew Brees was their biggest spokesperson. I mean, like, well, paycheck. I mean, yeah, paycheck. I was gonna say, um, speak. Just, just to I'm kind just, of. I'm just a, making jokes. He's gonna be MVP Kuiper, this year, Corey. It's put a okay. big old ribbon on the shit. I don't think he's going to. Who's he's, gonna beat it? Mahomes. Because Mahomes, every single year, Drew Brees has an absolutely ridiculously year. Someone else throws for 50 touchdowns. No, I don't want it to go to Mahomes because the MVP doesn't win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Hey! No! That's why Saints gonna win this year. No! Thirty-three to twenty-three, Saints. I'm gonna cry like I cried this Might morning. Might be a lot higher score than that. It's don't let don't let Pat. Might be one of those. Hashtag not. 
Matt's going to start a campaign. Hashtag no Mahomes MVP. Don't give it to him. All the love I've been trying. I've been trying to get you to notice me, Mahomes, and now I have to start a hashtag that I don't want you to notice. Please don't notice. Win Super Bowl MVP. There you go, win Super Bowl MVP. That's fine. Yeah. But I was gonna say, uh, you'd be like Nick Foles. I don't think I don't think it matters. Win Super Bowl MVP. Got right. I don't think it matters. Like the number one moment of the year was already taken by Drew Brees. Like regardless of who wins the Super Bowl this year, when he broke the record and he ran and his kids. And oh his yeah, wife, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That that's was for just, sure. That whole like thing was just like. Oh, that brought a tear to my eye. That was like great. That was. I was just, so happy that for him. Whole, like nucleus of what happened where he threw the touchdown and then he goes off to the sideline and the hall of fame guys there and he's got the white gloves on and he took the ball from him and like they like snuck the ball away and like gave the, the thing and his kids are there and, and then they got there. flagged for it that it was, that made it better like, <laughs> that made it even typical funnier. nfl no fun league that made it even funnier to me but and it happened like in the first quarter like it's not even their fault. It's the NFL. You're the one that's doing this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're flagging them. It's so dumb. I love it. I thought that was icing on the cake. Like Drew Brees can fly. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it was just it, that, that that moment was just like it was put, too good. I put that right up there with like as much as I absolutely detest Peyton Manning. Like Peyton Manning coming back to Indy. And, like, running out onto the field, and they ran the thing for him, and it was just, like, they cheered for him louder than they cheered for the Colts, and he, like, he took his helmet off and stood at midfield, and, like, that was awesome, and, I don't know, I can't, like, other stuff, like, like, I'm assuming, like, when LeBron goes back to Cleveland this year, whenever that is, that's just gonna be ridiculous, and then they'll probably just boo him because they're Cleveland fans, and they're despicable human beings. God, Cleveland fans, dude. All right. I didn't even tell you the during the deep cuts the best part of my time at the actual game because I didn't I talked about all the pregame stuff I didn't actually talk about my time investigative journalism for the game. Much. Oh yeah, we, we did forget that. You uh, no, did I tell you about how I had a Browns fan like curse me out? No. Oh okay okay. okay. No, story time real quick before we close this up. Wait. Go ahead. I want to ask one question real fast. Yeah, go for it. You weren't on the side of the end zone when Travis Kelsey screamed after the touchdown, right? No, that was the dog pound sign. Because that I was, I think it was that touchdown, or was the other Cream Hunt touchdown that uh, he threw the football up, and then uh, our Cam Irving or no, our our one offensive lineman that used to play for the Browns that really sucked, and then Mitchell Schwartz. No, 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 no. Mitchell Schwartz was always good. There's the other one that played for the Browns that now starts for us. Oh, okay. I, I I don't know why I would say Irving. I I'm blanking on his name, but I was reading about it when I saw it because I was there. Like the fan threw the football back at him to like hit him and stuff because like he was one like historically bad for Cleveland, and they shipped him out to Kansas City, and he's been really good for us. Is <laughs> is really fun. anyway. Uh, so they were watching the game. the The first touchdown that Kareem Hunt scored, that 50 yard pass play, was right in front of me. That was sick. Let me tell you what. <laughs> uh, the the other few times they were on my side of the field because they had my side of the field first quarter, fourth quarter. Mahomes threw all his shit in the second and third quarter, fourth quarter. They were just winning and winding down. There was a couple times they got close, and like I was trying to like get my phone out to like, yeah, my quarterback throwing another touchdown pass, and then like he'd get sacked or throw incomplete, and then they butker kicked the field goal, and I got sad. Anyway, anyway, well, so they're winning the MVP of that team. Oh, 
he's good. I love, he missed an extra point, though. Oh, yeah, like, it's like his first one this season. Yeah, I think it might be his first of his yeah. career because he didn't miss one last year. Yeah, because it's like fucking – he had to kick fucking 80 of them so far this season. You're right. Anyway, uh, well, the Chiefs made their average. Their average points per game is 36.7, and they scored 37. <laughs> Hit the average. Um Near the end of the game, my favorite moment was when they had the game like real clinching touchdown, or the it was the Kendall Fuller interception play. I think watching like half the stadium get up and start to leave, that felt good. Uh, I, I think I mentioned I was trying to get it. I was trying to film that, but like my phone fucked up and I only got like one second of it. But. Towards the end of the game, like three quarters rings, we're starting to do the. There's a bunch of Chiefs fans still in the stadium, obviously, starting to do the tomahawk chant and everything. The, you know, the thing you stole from Florida State. What up? Everything what about it? Everything in the NFL is stolen <laughs> from college. Right. What about it, dude? Fuck you. We the Chiefs did it. I'm joking. Uh. And we should see their overtime. I don't. I, I don't. don't. I hate college no. overtime. College overtime's trash tier. It'd be right. funny. It would, uh, yeah, it would never end. Yeah, I know. No, because you, you have to go for – you would always go to four overtime because that's when you have to start going for two. Yeah, it would never a- end. Anyway, 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 this is getting off track. So we're – the time's starting to run out, watching the last few seconds go down. You can hear the chant in the – you can hear the chant across the stadium, see a bunch of Chiefs fans congregated from around my side of the field or wrapped all the way around through the visitors – Sideline, you can see the uh, Cream Hunt's old teammates with the "You just got Cream" signs out, which was really funny. It was really cool to see that, and just everybody doing the tomahawk chant. And behind me, we finish up some old drunk dude back way behind us, probably like nine rows up. I was in row seven, but we were all gathered down like at the wall doing it. And he's probably like nine rows up. Hey, you motherfuckers! Yeah, dude. Turned around. And he's like, hey, fuck you. He starts giving us the finger. The finger in one hand, beer in another. <laughs> fuck you, guys. You guys fucking suck. And he's like, Mahomes stinks. And I'm like, bruh. You see what happened over here? <laughs> I just started applauding at him. And I don't know. It was an experience, to be sure. I'm suffering my post-victory depression. Speaking of experience, Matt, how can you experience our podcast at a higher level? Well, if you were less depressed than me and you had a social life, maybe you use social media. That is one way. Now, yeah. Patreon. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. (laughs) Thank you, Corey. Oh, <laughs> Segue, Patreon. If yeah, you, that's, that's what I was looking if for. If you're sorry, less depressed than me and you like us and want to give us money. Give me money. Give Jobby money. Go to patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Sad boy Matt says, did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? S-A-D-M-A-T. Yes. Hype-ass jubby, say, yeah, you go to the Patreon, you give us the money. There's three different tiers. There's $1 tier, the $5 tier, the $10 tier, $1 tier. We just take your support. We appreciate you a whole fucking lot. I, 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 
challenge any of you that are listening to repeat whatever Justin just said. <laughs> hey, go five. You, it's like you were talking in just vowels. Yeah, no. Then you dip, dip, fit, dip, dip, dip. Then you go to the five dollar tier, and I forget. <laughs> that's that's the big fan. Oh, that's right. Then we shout you out in every episode. Shout out to Angry again. And then we've. I don't know if we shouted him out during the episode or not. Yeah. No, we did a couple times. I'll talk about him again though, because he's my favorite person in the world. I mean, I don't know what we what we say about the Bills. We this week. both, we both, well, because Nathan, Nathan Peterman, Peterman still was sucks. bad. The Defense Eagles still were looking on pretty by. okay. It's okay. It's okay, Angus. We both picked the Texans to make the playoffs, and Kuiper was wrong. So hey, you you DM me about it multiple times a week. Say, remember how we picked the Texans to go to the playoffs? Isn't it awesome? They're winning six in a row. You're right. You're right. It is awesome. I love to mention it's how awesome Kuiper picked the, the Jags to be the best team in the NFL. It's awesome that DeAndre Hopkins is the MVP of that team. Oh, for real though. Anyway, <laughs> you go to, and then you go to the <laughs> ten dollar tier, and you can like get I our Fat Pod deep cuts, which is us doing sound check. It's kind of like a pre-show thing, beginning of every episode. They're a lot a of real, fun. We had a real juicy one today. If you wanna, if yeah, you wanna Matt hear about, about experience in Cleveland. If you wanna hear about my pre-game pre-gaming in Cleveland, uh, and if you wanna hear about things i did with my father and my siblings and friends and family and journeys that were made and friends and it was all about the friends i made along the way yeah matt and took then, an entire tour of the city of cleveland <laughs> then make sure you follow us on the social media our twitter is twitter.com slash f-a-d-p-o-d did again f-a-d-p-o-d you say oh god fucking damn i sure did man oh, find yes. a new way to swear about that every week it's orgasmic, Being I'll tell you. on ya. Facebook, it's F-A-D-P-O-D as well. You can follow us on there. Our personal Twitter account, mine is the Jusby, J-U-S-B-Y. Bible spell Jusby. Then you follow Matt. That's a good one. At It's a Me Lefty. Lefty spelled L-E-F-T-Y. <laughs> me and Matt are literally then, talking about Twitch <laughs> right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good lord. Then you can follow nerds. Kuiper at Real Nate Kuiper. It's Kuiper is spelled uh, F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. Then Pog champ, Pog champ. <laughs> what face? The, the, Corey's Twitter Omega is at, at Corey on Sports. That's it for us today, everybody. Yeah, Wait a minute. Days. Wait a minute. I know we don't update it enough, and we apologize about up, not updating enough, but we have a Facebook page. I did talk about the Facebook page. Oh. That's why we need to stop this show because you just you're just you're out already. I I see that. I. I usually am the one that updates the Facebook page, but I I get very easily distracted by dumb things. I we be- didn't do our midseason awards. No, we did. we, we, we did. did. You, you were fine. You were looking for Hugh Jackson. Do you we want to tell us? We closed the show with Corey's midseason awards. All right, let's close the show with Corey's midseason awards. I guess. All right. All right. So. No, Corey's gets to talk. Let him go. Yeah, I guess you just rattle off your shit. Go ahead. No, just. Give me the. That's what I was category. about to do. <laughs> okay, give me the categories. Right. Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, here you go. Kuiper will do it. Fuck. <laughs> Defensive rookie of the year. It's shit. <laughs> it's Saquon Barkley. MVP. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees. Offensive player of the year. Drew Brees. Defensive player of the year. Drew Brees. Comeback player of the year. It starts with a D and ends with a rebreeze. <laughs> <laughs> He deserves at least one of them, goddammit. Is there anything else you want to say about Drew Brees in closing? The floor is yours. Um, 
I think he's a cool guy. I don't think he meant to be a pyramid scream. <laughs> he didn't mean it. Goodbye! I love you. Drew Brees does too. <laughs>